Welcome to Jammin' with Jason Mefford, a show where we discuss topics relevant to chief audit executives and professionals in audit, risk, and compliance. We discuss the technical and soft skills needed to navigate the minefields of organizations. You hear best practices and practical advice for helping you advance your career, and we'll even talk about music, mindfulness, and psychology, because we can. So sit back and relax while you listen to the number one podcast in the world for internal auditors, unscripted and unedited. Hello, my friends, and welcome to another episode of Jamming with Jason. Hey, uh, we're going to talk about learning again in, uh, in this episode, because again, I just see this as such an important topic. Uh, and so many people out there think, well, I can just take a course, I can just read a book, and now I'm smart, now I actually have learned what I need to learn. And it takes way more than that to actually learn and incorporate these things into your life. So I wanna spend some time uh, today going through and talking about this uh, some more. Now, um, you know, as, I, as I've mentioned before, in order for us to really learn, uh, there's four things that we need, knowledge, skills, abilities, and experience. So an easy way for you to remember those four is CASE, K-A-S-E, you know, think of CASE. Uh, K is for knowledge, you know, A is for abilities, S is for skills, and E is for experience. Now this is again how it all kind of flows together, and then we're going to get in and talk about uh, what I want to today, which is really about community and coaching, okay? Now, the knowledge and skills, those are easy enough. You probably understand that, that well enough, right? Knowledge we gain from, you know, going to a training, reading a book. It's just information, knowledge, okay? Skills can be those, those things that we learn, uh, you know, how to do, a skill in maybe how to, how to use Excel, right? It, it's a practical way or practical skill uh, that we can use to be able to apply some of the knowledge. But where, where it really starts coming in is these abilities and experience, okay? And abilities, that area, some people re refer to that as competencies, but that is where you're taking those knowledge and skills that we acquire and through the process of reflection and application, we figure out how to apply those things to our particular situation or circumstance for our benefit, okay? And then as we are working on or developing those abilities through experience, and that comes from repetition and the experience in actually doing those things, that's when we actually learn it, okay? Now, I'm not, I can't remember if I've shared this analogy with you before or not, uh, but I'm going to share it again. I'm going to share a couple of different stories and things with you today as well. Now, I am not a very strong swimmer. I know how to swim, um, you know, but I grew up <laughs> in, a, in an area uh, inland in the U.S. where there were more mountains than there was water. And so I never really learned how to swim that well. Okay. Now, and if I want to learn how to swim, there are certain knowledge, skills, abilities, and experience that I need to go through 
in order for me to really learn how to swim. Now I could go buy a book and I could sit down and read a book. Heck, I could, I could read hundreds of books about swimming. That will give me lots of knowledge and maybe even explain some of the particular skills, you know, like how to kick your legs, how to, how to uh, you know, move your arms, how to breathe, right? Those would all be skills that I can kind of learn through some of the knowledge. But I, I've not learned how to swim until I actually start doing it. Until I jump in the pool, all of those knowledge and skills that I've got in my mind, I have not actually learned how to swim, okay? And one of the reasons why we're gonna talk about community and coaching today is that these are two ways uh, for you to be able to quickly turbocharge your learning, okay? It's really the fastest way to transform the knowledge into some kind of action and wisdom that you can actually use, okay? Now, I'm sure when, you know, when, <laughs> when I started talking about this, some of you are thinking, community and coaching. Uh, I don't, I don't quite understand this, Jason. And you know, I'm pretty good at what I do. I don't really need a coach. Well, let me tell you, I, re I remember it was many years ago, I saw a video that Eric Schmidt did. And uh, Eric Schmidt used to be the CEO of Google. Okay. And he had a, you know, pretty illustrious tech background. Uh, Google hired him to come in and be the CEO. And in this video that I saw, you know, uh, uh, Eric was talking about, you know, at his first board meeting, he, uh, after the board meeting, one of the board members came up to him and he said, Eric, who are you going to hire to be your coach? And Eric looked at him and he said, what do you mean coach? I don't need a coach, right? I mean, I've, I've got all this background. I've been a CEO before. I don't need a coach. And the board member said, no, Eric, everyone needs a coach, right? And, and so let's just stop and kind of think about that for a minute, because I know as I said that to begin with, some of you are probably going, come on, Jason, really? Well, let's think about uh, professional athletes, okay? Some of the people that are at the best in the world at what they actually do. So pick which, whichever, you know, sport you, you deal with. In our family, we like, you know, football and, and, uh, and uh, baseball. And my wife and her family are big into tennis, okay? So if you think about somebody like Djokovic, who is probably, you know, the best male tennis player in the world right now, he knows his stuff. He goes out, he wins lots of championships. But does he do it by himself? No way, right? He has coaches that help him. The reason he is the best in the world is that he actually uses coaches. Now, he could get to, he may be able to get to be the best in the world, but without a coach, it's going to take him a long, long time to be able to get there. And that's one of the reasons why coaches end up being so valuable in our lives, regardless of where we happen to be. <clears throat> even if you're the best in the world, you still need a coach. You still need somebody helping uh, to expose some of your blind spots, 
to be able to help members we're talking about those abilities and the experience to be able to help tweak what you're doing a little bit uh, so that you can really be the best in the world and again pick any sport you know if, if in football there's <laughs> there's a lot of coaches on the sidelines and a lot of different coaches that are helping the professional athletes to be able to do certain things okay and I've, I've even been able to tell this in my personal life as well, okay? I have read thousands of books in my life. I've got a lot of knowledge up in my brain. I've learned about a lot of different skills. But if I just stopped there, I didn't really learn it, okay? And there's a great Bruce Lee quote that says, knowing is not enough, we must apply. Willing is not enough we must do. Okay, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that again, and you're gonna see how this is tying into what we're talking about today. Knowing is not enough. We must apply. Willing is not enough. We must do. Okay, so knowing how to swim by reading a bunch of books isn't gonna help me if I get thrown in the deep end of the pool, okay? The, the knowledge in my head, if I haven't actually applied, if I haven't actually you know, gone through the doing of actually trying to swim, I'm gonna drown, okay? And that's, and that's true with anything that we may be learning in our life, okay? Now, like I said, I've read thousands of books, but the knowledge by itself has not helped me get to where I am. In fact, the quickest, uh, most transformative work that I have done is when I have joined groups of like-minded people and I have hired coaches. When I have tried to do things by myself, I move at a very slow pace. When I join communities, when I hire coaches, I progress and transform my life much, much quicker, okay? So let me stop and pause here for a little bit and have you uh, think about, here's, an, here's another little scenario. You know, almost everybody would like to be healthier. We'd like to exercise more. We'd like to maybe lose a little bit of weight, okay? This is a normal, common thing. In fact, it's, it's one, of, one of, if not the, the top uh, New Year's resolution that everybody does every year. And so, you know, again, if we're by ourselves, <clears throat> and I've seen this in myself, I've seen this in other people as well. You know, the beginning of the year comes around and we say, okay, I'm going to go out and I'm going to go for a walk every day, or I'm going to go for a run every day. And so we set that intention and by ourselves, we usually go out and we'll start to do it, you know, maybe a week or two, and then something happens and we stop. And this is normal human behavior. Uh, in fact, in one of the coaching groups that I, that I belong to, we've been talking about self-integrity. And uh, the interesting thing, and again, one of those epiphanies that I've had in reflecting and that many of the people in the group have had as well is, you know, for those of us that feel like we have self-integrity, we show up for other people all the time, right? If you make a promise to someone else, we rarely will break it. But if we make a promise just to ourselves, we're much less likely to actually follow through. 
Okay. So again, if we go back to our, Hey, I want to get fit. I want to start going for a walk or I want to start going for a run. If we make that commitment just to ourself, it's easy for us to not follow through. And that's why most people after a couple of weeks, they just stop doing it. Now, instead, if I joined a group of like-minded people, maybe I get together and there's, there's a group in my, in my community here who also wants to do that. And so we say, okay, you know what? We're going to meet every morning at six o'clock on this corner and we're going to go for a walk or we're going to go for a run together. And we're all going to show up and we're going to help hold each other accountable. And, you know, we're going to talk about it. If one of us is having a hard time, the others are going to be there to try to help support and lift up the other person. Now, if you go about it in that way, if you actually join a community of like-minded people uh, for something like exercise, you're much more likely to do it. Why? Because when the alarm goes off and it's raining outside and you don't really feel like doing it, you're going to be much more likely to actually keep your promise because you know those other people are waiting on you or are relying or dependent on you and you don't want to let them down. So that's one of the reasons why actually being in a community can be so valuable, right? It actually helps bring out the best in us. Now, another interesting thing along with community is it's a way for us as we are learning this knowledge and these skills to actually discuss these topics with other people, okay? So think about, you know, uh, book clubs as an example, right? Book clubs are, are popular because if you get several people that are reading the same book, now they can come together. You know, there's the accountability in that we're gonna read the book before this date, but now we're also going to get together and we're going to talk about the book. Now, when you talk about the book, you're going to understand it from different perspectives because each person that reads that book and kind of provides their perspective on it, it's going to, that's part of this abilities area that we're talking about. It's going to give you some reflection, some ways of thinking about maybe what you've read that was a little bit different than maybe what you read the first time. And that process actually helps you in your learning, okay? So that's why, again, community is also important. So like I said, that's why today I wanted to talk about community and I also wanted to talk about coaching, okay? <clears throat> Another example, um, I, I recently just uh, watched it in the last couple of months. There's a great documentary called Echo in the Canyon. Okay, it's Echo in the Canyon. And, and this is a documentary that talks about uh, rock and roll music in the Los Angeles area. It's called In the Canyon because there's a, there's a part of Los Angeles called Laurel Canyon. And that was an area kind of in the hills just outside of downtown where a lot of early musicians uh, bought houses or rented houses in that area. And so when you go back, you know, some of the earlier groups like the Birds, uh, Buffalo Springfield, uh, the Mamas and the Papas, some of those kind of groups that were early on in the folk music scene, uh, were all living together in this same community area in Laurel Canyon. 
And like I said, this documentary actually goes through, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty fabulous. If you're interested in music like I am, check it out. I think it was on Netflix. Uh, but Jacob Dylan actually is the one that kind of goes through and interviews a lot of the people. Now that last name Dylan, yeah, it's Bob Dylan's son. Okay, so he's been involved in the whole music scene his whole life as well. He's a great musician himself as well. But, but you can see from, you know, looking at that, that's another example of the community that I'm talking about. Uh, because when all of these great musicians lived in that same proximity to each other, here's what would happen right? Somebody would grab their guitar, they'd walk next door and sit down and go, hey, I'm working on this song, what do you think? And they start playing the song for the other person. The other person starts giving feedback, they start going back and forth and kind of jamming back and forth. Uh -huh. Jamming with Jason, folks, that's where I got this from, right? And pretty soon, some of the music just kind of comes forth, right? And so having that close-knit community where those, those like-minded people could get together, could talk about, could show each other what they were kind of working on, talk about, answer questions, all of that kind of stuff ends up leading again to just amazing musicians and amazing music that came out of the Los Angeles area in the late 60s and early 70s. It was because of that community. Okay, folks. Hopefully you're starting to get this, right? I've been sharing with you some different examples, um, some different stories. You know, we talked about swimming. You don't actually learn how to swim until you actually start doing it, right? Knowing is not enough. We have to apply it. Being willing is not enough. We actually have to do it, right? So we have to know it, we have to apply it, and then we actually have to go out and practice and do it. Now, the fastest way again to be able to do that is to join a community of like-minded people or to get somebody to help coach you and hold you accountable as you're going through this process, okay? So let me kind of wrap up today, but let me give you a couple of takeaways as well, right? So if there's something that you're trying to learn, well, reach out, try to find a community of like-minded people, okay? If you're trying to learn how to play the guitar, you know, hiring a guitar coach, somebody to teach you, or joining something like a meetup group of other musicians in the area or people who are learning to play the guitar and then going and showing up in that community every week is going to help you learn how to play the guitar quicker, okay? If I wanna learn how to swim, again, I can read books, but the quickest way for me to learn how to swim is maybe to you know, join a club, hire again, take lessons, you know, work with other people who are also learning how to swim. And by doing that, okay, you're going to learn quicker and be able to make that transformation in your life. So again, there's, you know, things like meetup groups. We talked about things like book clubs that you can join, you know, but also professionally, there are actually some options there as well. You know, if you're an internal auditor, there's different communities that are around that you can join. You know, one of them is an example. Sea Risk Academy has now started a Facebook group. So again, especially where people are, 
are virtually, you know, more virtual now, that is a place where you can join a group like the C-Risk Academy Facebook group, and it's like-minded people. It's other people in internal audit risk and compliance. Those same kind of people that you want to hang out with if you want to learn from them and maybe them learn from you as well. There's virtual communities like this as well, okay? Now, if you're a chief audit executive, there is the chief audit executive forum. And again, this is a community of like-minded chief audit executives, but there's also a coaching aspect to this as well. And so not only do you get the community feel, you learn from others, others learn from you, but there's also a coaching aspect to it as well. And as, and as we said, you know, to begin with, don't think that you only need a coach if, if you don't know what you're doing. Because that's why a lot of times people will hold back and say, well, I don't need a coach because I already know what I'm doing or I don't want to admit that I maybe don't know as much as I really do. Put that aside and actually do it. Because like I said, when I have taken that opportunity in my own personal life, in fact, I belong to three different uh, coaching groups right now for myself personally. Uh, because again, I have seen this in my life. Folks, I know my shit, okay? But I still realize that I need community and I need coaching as well to move forward. And again, if you don't believe me, think about those pro athletes, right? Does Djokovic say, you know what? I'm, in, I'm the best in the world right now. I just won, you know, Wimbledon or, you know, whatever the last Grand Slam was that he won and say, you know what? I'm the best in the world. I don't think I need coaching anymore. Are you kidding? He wouldn't be first in the world if he had that kind of an attitude and if he stopped doing what he needed to, to move forward. Okay. So with that, my friends, I'm going to wrap up this week. Thanks for hanging out with me again uh, and do me a favor. If you're liking what I'm saying on this podcast, please give me some feedback. Uh, you know, you can connect with me on LinkedIn, send me a direct message, let me know what you like most about the podcast, but also if you can do me a big favor as well. You know, I'm trying to get the word out there to everybody all over the world. So if you like what you're hearing, please do me a favor this week and find five people that you know and just send them a message, send them an email and say, you know what, I've been listening to this podcast. I love it. And I think you'll love it too. And send them the link uh, because that would really help me. Because again, what I'm trying to do here is get this information out to as many people as possible so that you can all learn, so that you can all unlock your potential. And so you can have an amazing life and an amazing career. So do me that, do me that favor, my friends, and uh, I'll do you the favor in coming back this next week uh, where there'll be another episode of Jamming with Jason. So take care and I'll talk to you this next week. And that's a wrap. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Jamming with Jason. Keep on rocking in the audit world. Have a great rest of your day and I'll catch you later on the next show. If you'd like to earn continuing professional education for listening to today's episode, head on over to C-Risk Academy 
at ondemand.criskacademy.com. And that's C as in the letter C, riskacademy.com. Not only do you get a CPE certificate, but you also will have access to the video version of today's show. The views and opinions expressed on this show are that of the individuals and not of their respective organizations.